Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are on episode six of Tea with Jesus, and I couldn't be more excited for what God's doing through these episodes. Um, I've talked to a lot of you, and I've just been so ecstatic to hear that God's speaking to you through me, and I'm just grateful that he's using me as a vessel to um, get his word out there and to just be a transparent vessel for his people. So as always, thank you all for your feedback. And I'm so grateful for all my supporters and all the people who are, you know, tuning in. Um, May God continue to bless you, increase you and just love on you. I'm not going to lie, y'all. Today has just been a weird day for me. really towards the end of the day it's just been a little bit hard um i've talked about it in another episode but as you know if you don't know i'm letting you know now but you should know because if you listen into this episode that means you should have listened to my other one no i'm kidding but for real um i shared with y'all about my mom passing away and how um you know she struggled with addiction and today's just towards the end of the day it's just been a little bit rough um just a little bit sad and feeling that grief, you know, that comes with losing someone. And um, I've just been trying to navigate how to handle it because I'm in a different mindset spiritually than I was when she passed away. So it's like finding a balance of giving God glory and also allowing room for my emotions and understanding that he comforts me and my emotions, if that makes any sense. So, um, yeah, if I don't seem so energetic, it's not anything wrong with me. I'm not, you know, in a bad space. I'm just mentally trying to uh, handle and channel my emotions while also not losing sight of like everything God's done for me. And, you know, I'm not saying that you can't be sad. I'm just saying that it's very easy for the enemy to sneak in rooms of or windows or any space he could squeeze into especially in our minds um it's very easy for him to you know get in there and start trying to play around so i'm not playing around with him staying ahead of the game so i'm not gonna allow myself to like get into that depression um but i'm also not burying my emotions either because god made me he knows i have emotions so it's nothing wrong with my emotions as long as i'm you know handing handing it all to him and letting him handle um everything for me so without further ado we'll get into this episode i will say today's episode has been a long time coming you know i usually put out two episodes a week um the week's not over so who knows what god's gonna do but in general i usually start like what tuesdays or i mean monday or tuesday at the latest i'll put an episode and then like towards the end of the week usually but as i've told y'all many many times i don't do anything out of my flesh i well I don't want this to be a flesh thing. I want it to be a spirit led thing. And I could not for the life of me find a word to um, speak on. It was like I had so many things that was in my spirit that I couldn't understand. Like, God, where are you trying to lead me? But today um, he gave me confirmation. So today's word is going to be on forgiveness. So, yeah, we're going to have a nice little word today. And as always, I just pray that it blesses someone or blesses more than one person. Whoever it blesses, I ask that God just continue to reveal what he needs to reveal to you, continue to speak life into you, and understand that you are loved by the Most High. So I will go ahead and let y'all know, because 
I mean, I say this every time, but you will hear background noise because I am sitting outside. So if you hear like little cars over the background music, please forgive me. Um, focus on a word. Don't focus on my background noise. <laughs> but for real though, let's get into the message today. So as we always do, we'll go ahead and say a prayer. Um, so just bow your head and close your eyes. Father God, we come to you, Lord, with a humble heart, Lord. We just give you thanks for your love. We give you thanks for your honor, God. We thank you for all your mercies on us, Lord Jesus. God, we ask that you just continue to lead us in the right path, God. Continue to be our eyes and our ears, Lord. Continue to be our mouthpiece, Lord. Allow our hearts to be softened, Lord Jesus. God, allow anything that has hold us, held us to unforgiveness, Lord. Allow us to be free right now in the mighty name of Jesus, God. God, I just break the chains of unforgiveness right now, Lord. God, we just ask that if anyone is under the sound of my voice, Lord, and is harboring any bitterness, harboring any unforgiveness, Lord, that you just heal them from that, Lord, that you reveal it to them, God, and give them the tools to release it to you, Lord Jesus. And it's in your mighty name that we say amen. All right, y'all. So as you've gathered, I'm sure today's message is forgiveness. It's on forgiveness. And um, it's so funny because the way God told me to do this was just like, it's so weird. You know, I was talking to one of my, my closest friends today and she asked me a question, but before she had asked me, I've been praying and thinking and talking to God, like just in regular conversation about like forgiveness. And, you know, he's been sending me little nuggets and it's just been like a, you know, inter dialogue with him this week about forgiving. And so when we were talking, my friend and I, she asked me a question. She said, you know, knowing all the great things that you have on your life and, you know, where God's trying to increase you in and where he's trying to bring you and where your future is headed. How, how are you feeling about like, how would you handle if some of the people that were once doing you dirty, so to speak, or done you wrong, whatever, how would you feel if they came and asked for anything after you've made it? And so I told her, I said, I'm be honest, until just about a few days ago, I would have turned away from them, not necessarily turned away from them, but I would have had bitterness in my heart because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, you did me this way, but you, it's like the audacity. You got the audacity come and ask me for something after you just, you know, did whatever you did. And so when she asked me, I told her, I said, you know, up until a few days ago, I, I would have, you know, handled it how I just said, but God has really been developing me how important forgiveness is and not just in that aspect, but also because of, you know, where we're ending up, heaven or hell. And so, you know, I shared a little bit with her and then it just kind of went away. But it wasn't until later on that today that something came into my spirit about me needing to talk on forgiveness. So, yeah, just just bear with me. This is where we are as of right now. So what I'm going to do is go ahead and read the scripture. Because like last episode, I don't have any bullet points. It's just kind of, this is the word and I'm going with it. You probably hear the cicadas in the background making all that noise. So ignore that. Give me one second and I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and read the scriptures. All right. First scripture is Colossians chapter 3 verse 13 and as always I tell y'all I'm reading out of NLT because of I don't know the um, the level of people who are listening to me I know 
when I was still in my baby, quote unquote, baby stage of Christianity, I didn't quite understand the uh, King James Version. So bear with me as I read through NLT, okay? It says, starting at verse 13, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. So we'll just start with that and I'll digest that scripture for y'all. So basically, digest, dissect that scripture for y'all. Basically, you know, what it boils down to is God has forgiven us for our sins. So who are we not to forgive other people for what they've done to us? But it's a lot deeper than that. And I'll share why. I'll give, I'll use myself as an example. So I've shared a little bit about how I've been like, you know, homeless and I've struggled financially and I've had, you know, situations happen to me that it's just not necessarily good. So one thing God has developed in my spirit was that, <laughs> and this is a big one, a lot of the things that he allowed, mind you, he allowed these things to happen, right? A lot of it was necessary because of where my mindset was at that time. Let me explain. So I know it was wrong for what happened to me to happen. However, if I would not have gone through being kicked out of people's houses, if I would not have gone through being abandoned, if I would not have gone through like all the neglect and all that stuff that I dealt with with people, I I can guarantee that I would not be at the spiritual level that I'm at today. And it opens up multiple, you know, things in my mind and one of the main things that opens up is if that was in God's will, who am I to have a heart of bitterness towards that person? I don't think y'all catching that. If <laughs> if that was in God's will, if he was allowing me to be gracefully broken, which means broken, but gracefully because he was still there with me, who am I to hold on to any bitterness towards those people who have, you know, acted in such ways? And it's not saying that what happened wasn't wrong. It's not saying that it didn't hurt. But what it's saying is I trust God's plan for my life so hard and so deeply that if it took somebody to treat me badly, I'm going to thank them. <laughs> not necessarily thank them for teaching me, treating me badly, but I'm going to thank them because had it not been for these people who did me X, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, whatever amount of ways, I don't think I would understand the level of love God really has for me. And it just broke my mind. I'm like, okay, hold on, Lord. Like, what are you saying? But he's like, I had to allow that to happen. Not only for character development, but a lot of those people I was hurt by, I was running to them for my solution. I would tell God what was going on with me, but then I would turn to people thinking that they could supply what God, only God could supply me. And it wasn't that my circumstances changed when God started supplying. No, God started supplying in my spirit what I needed to, you know, get through all the things that I was going through. And it was hard for me because I was not understanding, okay, how am I praying to you, Lord? But in this moment, I feel like nothing's changing around me. But he was trying to get me to understand that it's not about what's changing around me. It's about what's changing within me. And so even though I'm going through homelessness, even though I'm going through financial hardship, even though I'm grieving, whatever the case may be, he was building me up in a spiritual realm. He was really elevating me in a spiritual realm. And sometimes what we don't understand is 
Bitterness is very toxic for our blessing. Bitterness is very toxic to our spirit because God does things in such an unorthodox way that you can't harbor that. Like if you harbor bitterness, I guarantee you'll miss out on a lot because a lot of the things God does is through people that have hurt you. He will <laughs> He will literally use people that have hurt you to bless you. He will literally allow the people that have hurt you to be come back around to, you know, need you, whatever the case may be. But if you're holding on to bitterness, then you're blocking not only yourself, but you're blocking potentially someone else from being blessed. And you know, you have to get outside of your human emotion and tap into your spirit. Because when you tap into your spirit, you understand things on a deeper revelation than you will in your flesh. Because our flesh is not meant to comprehend. Our flesh is built on emotion. It's built on circumstance. It's built on the physical. And that's just not life. Life is spiritual. So when you start to understand things deeper in the spiritual realm, you'll understand that the way God does things is so unorthodox. Like he's not going to do, he just be showing out. Like he, he does the most, honestly, he does things in such a like flamboyant way. I don't know if that's like the right word to use, but he's just so different. And I love that because it teaches you that the things that you're holding on to, and, and I'm specifically talking about in forgiveness, but the things that you're holding on to really aren't that serious in the first place, because look where you are. And I'll use an example. Let's say someone got, they fell off a roof and they broke their ankle, right? And they go through surgery. They can't walk for a while. They're, you know, rolling around in a wheelchair. They can't do much. They're physically not at the level that they're used to being, right? So they're resting. They're staying a lot of time in the house and going to these doctor's appointments and getting healed, right? And then they get healed and now they're able to function properly. They're able to do everything they need to do. Nothing's wrong with them. Their pain is gone. Everything's gone away, right? You know, besides every now and then they might get a little bit of pain. And so you would see that person. And if you didn't know what happened to them, you wouldn't think, oh, they fell off a roof and broke their ankle. Not unless they told you or you could see a scar, right? Let me correlate that to the spirit and forgiveness. We go through things that scar us. We go through things that make us feel pain. We go through things that we have to be, you know, revived from. We have to have surgery on in our heart. And God is saying not to hold on to not let people see that and it's not in the sense of don't let people know what you've been through it's more so of that should not be the story like it should be a perspective of this is what happened and this is what god did not oh you know so-and-so did something to me and da 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 not nah, like nah i went through this situation this is my truth but look at my god in this situation it shouldn't be a back to the analogy i was trying to say like if someone broke the ankle and know that they're starting to heal what is the point of them walking around you're they're walking fine right and they're telling people oh man my ankle was broke my ankle was broke my ankle people are looking like you know my bad like i i don't know what to say to that like you're walking fine to me so i don't, I don't know what you want me to do about it and it's not that it didn't happen. It's you have to learn how to heal and move on. When God restores you, there's no reason for you to hold on to what's happened in your past. It's not saying that he's not going to use it as your testimony. It's not saying that he's not going to use it to encourage someone. No, it's just saying that that shouldn't be your focus. It shouldn't be, 
what you've gone through. And I hope that's making sense to y'all because when we focus so deeply on what we've gone through, we miss out on what he's trying to bring us to. And I've been one of those people where I was so focused on how I was abandoned. I was focused on the things that I went through, the abuse that I had to face. And I did not understand that there were so many things God was pouring out into my life that I missed out on only because I couldn't let go. If I'm surrendering him my life, I don't need to be holding on to everything that's happened to me. It's not because it didn't happen. It's because he's doing a new thing in my life. And it's almost like that story where it says you can't pour new wine into old wine sins. And you wouldn't you wouldn't buy you wouldn't buy a new house and put infested furniture in it. Like it just defeats the purpose, you know? When God is bringing you a new thing, let go of the old. That's no longer your portion. That's no longer what he's bringing you to. And a lot of times unforgiveness is what you're holding on to. And for me, when she asked me that, I smiled because I understand that. And, you know, I have a little moment with God just before I got on, you know, started recording this episode. But I'm like, God, I don't even care about what happens to the people who've done me wrong. Like, I don't, you know, the Bible says vengeance is mine. And it's like, okay, oh, excuse me, y'all, I'm burping. The, the Bible says vengeance is mine. It's like, God, I don't even care And it makes me so happy to where I just want to cry because I've gotten to a place of, God, thank you. Like you're bringing me so far in my life that the people who have done me wrong, I don't want anything bad to happen to them. Like it's not saying that you're not going to do because God going to do what he's going to do anyway. I'm not saying he's going to hurt them, but whatever he sees fit for his vengeance is what he's going to do regardless of what I feel. But my point is don't have a heart to want to see people end up the way they've hurt you because that's unforgiveness. Don't be one of those people that's like, oh, when I get to this place, when I'm up, when I'm up and everybody who was down and who everybody who doubted me, y'all going to have to see me win and, you know, all that stuff. And that's very true, but you don't want to have a portion of your heart in the state in the sense of, I want you to see what I've gone through and what I made it through so that God can get the glory. Or are you going to say, I want to see, which I want you to see what I've gone through. So you and where I've you know been brought to so I can get the glory. Because if you're doing it to brag, essentially you're taking the credit away from what God did because it's not a matter of you. If anything, God should be the one flexing. He's doing it through you. I hope that makes sense to y'all. If you're doing it to brag on something, I know for a fact, I cannot brag on my life. I'm not saying I haven't made good choices to be in line with God's will. I definitely have. But as far as my actions, God has led my steps. I cannot take credit for anything that he's done in my life because he literally guides me every day, every step of the way. So it's not it's not me that gets the glory. It's him that gets the glory. And if he gets the glory, what am I proving to someone else? For, I'm proving his word. how am I flexing his work in that like I got you back kind of way like nah if I'm flexing God's work it's so that you can see that this is the grace that's upon me and that same grace is upon you but you have to let go of whatever you're holding on to and it is going to confuse a lot of people because a lot of people know my story a lot of people know the people who've done me wrong a lot of people seen the things that's happened to me so when I'm there in that, that new season of my life to where I'm able to pour into other people and one of the people I might be pouring into is someone who threw me out their house or whatever the case may be it's a matter of this is the forgiveness that Jesus had when he died on that cross 
and I'm not comparing myself to Jesus, but what, what I'm saying is he allowed, not he allowed, but he asked God when he was being crucified, he said, Father, for, show mercy on them for they know not what they do. And to me, that scripture speaks so much volume because a lot of people don't understand why they do the things they do. And I'm about to cry, y'all, because it's so deep. A lot of people don't understand why they are jealous of you. A lot of people don't understand why they're mean. They don't understand why they do some like evil things. And it's because they're thinking on a cardinal, a cardinal mind. They're not thinking spiritually. So they do these things and they might have a heart to want to do better, but their their flesh doesn't allow them to because they're operating in the flesh and not in the spirit. Once they start operating in the spirit, they'll be cognizant of what, what strongholds in their life. They'll be cognizant of what spirit is attached to them. And they'll begin to pray and rebuke those spirits, begin to uplift those and uproot those strongholds. And now they're free. Now all of a sudden, y'all ever seen someone you know, and they, they change their life for God. And before you knew them as one way and they come back a whole different way, like completely different. Like, oh, who's this? It's because those strongholds have been uplifted. Those spirits have been released off of them. And so when you think about forgiveness, you have to put yourself aside for a second. It's not negating you as a person. It's not saying you're not important. It's not saying they matter more than you know, but you're thinking in a spiritual level. If someone does me wrong, I want to understand why. Not because I want to make myself feel good, but I'm praying in the spirit, asking God to forgive them. God, reveal to them them. Re search their heart, Lord. Reveal to them them so they can re then repent and and become new. And when you see things in that light, it makes it easier to forgive because now you're seeing things deeper. You're like, hold on, God, this person just did this to me. But I understand that we're not battling against flesh and blood, but a battle against spirits and principalities. So if I understand that, then I understand that this action is through the spirit. It's not through the flesh. I'm not saying people don't choose to do things because God does give us free will, but everything someone does is something else attached to it deeper than your own understanding. And when you choose to put aside the, the petty anger, the petty emotions, you'll understand that even if that person is just being used as a pawn of, from the enemy to come up against you, because that's another thing that happens. God, I mean, the enemy will use people in your life to trigger you in ways that he knows can trigger you, or at least he thinks can trigger you because it might've been the past. But when you become cognizant of what he's doing, it's literally nothing he can get over you. Cause now I'll give my, I'll use myself as, as an example. If you know me, I used to be very hot tempered, still very straight to the point, you know, no cutting corners. I'm gonna tell you how I feel. And <laughs> I'm used to, you know, get into, I'm not laughing, but I'm just thinking back like how horrible I was. I used to get into fights. I used to get into petty arguments. I used to want to get my point across. No one else could talk but me because you won't hear me. That's how ignorant I was, right? Lately, I've been being tried by people. Like people will say things, people, you know, throw stuff or whatever. And I'm just like, God, be with me. I remember, for pure example, I was in a store the other day with one of my other friends, right? And she was checking out and I was on the phone with my other friend. And 
as I was on the phone, I was standing, I don't know if y'all know Michael's, like the um, craft store, but I was standing in the line at the self-checkout, but it was no one else around me because it was like no other line besides that girl. I mean, besides the girl. So the girl, she walks up and she kind of like, I don't want to say shoved me, but she, she was, she came into my space, right? And so, excuse me, I just burped again. She came into my space and my initial reaction, I said, me, I'm like, my bad, excuse me, like, whatever, because I'm thinking she's chill. I'm thinking, oh, she's cool, whatever. Nah, <laughs> that wasn't the case. So she comes up and she, um, she did that. And then I was like, excuse me. And then she didn't say anything. She just had that Karen look on her face. I was like, oh, no, she didn't. And my mom, I'm like, hold on. Does she know I would have slapped her back in the day? She would have got slapped and don't even know it. Like I had to walk out. I was on the phone with my friend. I told her and she was like, um, she was like, girl, calm down, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, girl, if, you know, if this was the old Nadia, she don't even know she would have got handled and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, nah, chill, chill, chill. You're doing good. But I, I had say, say that to say, long story short, I got into, I got into, um, a, mindset of understanding what's really happening and the enemy knows what 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 do you think would have happened had, had I slapped this lady right what do you think would have happened had I reacted the way that I would have reacted in the past I would have been in jail I would have been in big girl jail I would have set myself back a lot further because of a emotion, a temporary emotion that didn't even cause for the reaction that I would have previously gave in my old life. And I'm not telling y'all that to, you know, do anything besides understand the enemy as much as you understand God. Understand the things that he does to try to get you back into things that you've been delivered from. Understand his methods. Understand his tactics. Be prepared. Don't don't be delayed because he ain't delayed. He He's 10 steps ahead. But my God is a million steps ahead. So I ain't worried about him. But I'm saying don't underestimate your opponent. You've heard that before, I'm sure. So when you're dealing with him, study yourself, study the things that you used to do, used to react to, because he will use things that you used to indulge in or used to um, have issues with to get you back into that lifestyle. And I'm not saying that when, if you were to fall short, that God would not forgive you. I'm not saying that he will, you know, just be like, oh, you messed up. I'm leaving you there. But why, if you can prevent something from happening, wouldn't you want to prevent it? Exactly. So just be, be smart. Um, read your word, dive into scripture and understand that the things that God has brought you from, he's brought you from, from a reason, for a reason. And the enemy doesn't, he doesn't want you to be here. He doesn't want you to be alive. He doesn't want you to love God. He doesn't want you to understand God. He doesn't want you to understand your purpose. And when you understand that, it's easier to prepare yourself for his little schemes, especially if you're going through one of those seasons of just isolation. You feel like everything in your life has just been removed from you. You don't have anyone anymore. That's when I really need you to focus, really need you to understand yourself. That's why that scripture that says, search me, oh God, let um, reveal to me my heart, reveal to me my anxious thoughts in any ways that are not of you. And I'm paraphrasing, so don't quote me Bible um, 
Bible thumpers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> For real. Don't quote me because I don't know the exact the exact verse. I think it's I know it's in Psalms, but I don't know uh the exact verse, you know, so but nonetheless my point is forgiveness is not just important for you, but it's also important for the person that you're dealing with. And you can free someone with your forgiveness. Forgiving someone can free them from because a lot of people struggle with not feeling loved. A lot of people, if people understood how loved they were from God, a lot of the stuff that's happening in the world would not be happening because it's a lack of love. It's a lack of security. People want to feel important so they make other people feel like they aren't important you know it's i can go all day but when you begin to understand that is deeper than just this temporary human emotion you're feeling frustrated okay but what else what's really happening you know much uh power comes from uniting with someone that you once had a battle with like it's that's a real big slap in the face to the devil it's like you thought you were going to divide this, but this is my sister in Christ. This is my brother in Christ. This is my family. You get what I mean? It's like, hold on, you coming up because families have, we all have family members that we just have ups and downs with. It's nothing different when you're in the body of Christ. You're going to have people that you bump heads with. You're going to have people you can't get on the same page with. But how many know that God will use those same people that you've had encounters with to be in a position to either elevate you at two or be around you when he increases you. So don't don't miss out on your increase. Don't miss out on the blessing of unity. It's so much power in numbers. And when we get together, so many evil people in the world, evil things in the world that are coming and rising up so boldly. When we come together against those things, do you know how just I can't even imagine like the anointing the overflow just being in my prayer group that I have and praying and praying in the spirit with my brothers and sisters in Christ it's just a, a overflow of anointing in that alone so I can that's like five or six of us so I can only imagine how many how much anointing is in the room when there's millions of us you know what I mean? Like there's 50 people, hundreds of people. Let go of the things that is causing you bitterness. Let go of the feeling that this person did you wrong. Give it to God. Confess to him. Say, Lord, Sarah hit me in the face and I'm still a little bit upset about it. But I don't want to miss out on what you're trying to do in her life nor my life. And if it's meant for um, us to be around each other, give me the the courage. Give me the wisdom whatever is equipped me to handle this situation. Also guide my steps, Lord, forgive me for anything that I've done. Lord, forgive me for holding on to things. Forgive me, whatever it is, ask him, be honest with him. Tell him how you feel because you can't lie to God. You can't lie to him. He knows already. So tell him how you really feel. Say, God, I'm upset. God, I'm angry. God, I'm frustrated. God, I wanted to slap Sarah in the face today. Whatever it is, tell him the truth, but also ask him to give you the, the courage, give you the wisdom and the, the um strength to forgive. Because in that forgiveness, in that forgiveness, you will realize how freeing it is. It's so much peace that comes with being forgiving. It's so much peace that comes with being with people that have once done you wrong because you realize the anointing, the overflow, the grace and the favor that God's poured over you. When you can stand in the same room as someone who abused you, when you can, and you don't feel that 
inkling of fire inside your heart like you just want to do anything to hurt them and so when we forgive god frees us he frees us and you don't want to miss out on that freedom because of unforgiveness so i hope that blessed someone um really quickly i want to get into the next scripture because that scripture also blessed me and um I appreciate it if you give me one second, because I have to find it. Okay, it says, but if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to sit my, my sprite on that one. Hmm. If you refuse to forgive, hold on, y'all, I'm tripping. Can I read that again? It's in Matthew 6, verse 15. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. Well, I don't know what else to say. Clearly, forgiveness is important. It's the, the, the man who sent his son to die on the cross for our sins tells you that he will not forgive you if you don't forgive someone else. Because what does that tell you? Jesus forgave the people who killed him. And you can't forgive someone for something so minute compared to literally being crucified you can't forgive but he could forgive many people at one time who literally killed him not just killed him and left him alone no killed him and let him bleed out let him suffer like he died a gruesome painful death for our ungrateful behinds yet we can't let go of what Sarah did the other day. Like, let it go. Let it go because that stuff is not going to matter when we die. It's not going to matter when God brings us to where he needs to bring us. Even a lot when we're alive, when you're being increased, if you're still focusing on the negative thing that's happened to you, the people have done you wrong, you take all the, the glory and the shine and, and the, the greatness from what God's brought you to. Why am I going to focus on what people did to me in my past when God's increased me? He's elevated me. No, I'm going to give him glory for giving me grace to come through those things with uh, a more a better understanding of people i'm going to give him grace to for allowing me to go through those things and have a heart of forgiveness like i'm not going to hold on to the past if forgiveness wasn't important jesus went and died on the cross <laughs> it don't get no better than that like if forgiveness which is something that was an option jesus went and died on the cross jesus himself forgave those people who killed him he would not have did that if it was not important he would not have allowed those people to and you know do what he they did to him and then say out his mouth father forgive them for they know not what they do when I think of that, I'm saying that to myself. I'm saying out loud, God, forgive them. Forgive those people. Forgive those people who've done you wrong. Forgive those people who did you whatever they did. Because a lot of times people don't even know what they're doing. They don't even know how they're mishandling God's anointing. Those people did not know what they did to Jesus. They didn't know who they were doing it to they really didn't understand that it was nothing they could do to take away from what God was doing. So if you can't say out your mouth, 
God, forgive them for they know not what they do for the people who abused you. God, forgive them. Do you think that Jesus saying that negated him being crucified? No. No, it did not. He was crucified and no one can sit in anyone's face and tell you that crucifixion was not what it was like <laughs> you couldn't convince someone that that wasn't real and that didn't happen and it wasn't painful like you couldn't tell anyone that that's the beauty in it because it doesn't take forgiving someone doesn't take away from the, the pain of what you experience it just shows god's grace in that it gives shine it gives you know um it what's the right word it lights up it puts shines light on his grace because it was through his grace that Jesus was able to say that. It was through his grace that we are able to say that today. When when people say Jesus is the way, Jesus is the word, that means Jesus is the way and he's the word. So when you see things that he said in the Bible and it's applying to your life or applies to something that you've gone through, whatever, you need to speak that over yourself. Because if Jesus did it, who are you not to do it? If it worked for him, why won't it work for you? So when I go through situations, I'm going to start speaking over myself. Forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying your flesh won't get in the way. That's why I say to take it to God and allow him to lead you. Because the way it's going to look for me is going to look differently for you because we don't suffer with the same things. So and we don't have the same traumas. So it's not going to I can't give you advice for like every detail because it's not the same. That's why your relationship with God is important. And I think I talked about that in the last episode. Having an intimate relationship with him is so important because of that exact reason. You can't go, you can't, I can't be your way to God. Like I can be that light. I can be that encouraging um, person. I can show you what Jesus looks like. I can pray for you. I can do all those things. But ultimately this God don't want no relationship with me, you and uh, him. It's, it's you and him, me and him, me, you and him and you like, then we could do that. Once you know him for yourself, then he can start doing it. But if you don't know him for yourself, oh, ain't nothing I can do for you. Not only that, because I also, I don't know what he has planned for your life. I don't know what gifts he's placing. I don't know what. See, you got to get close to him. That's why I always talk about relationship and how having that intimate connection with God is so important. Because if you miss out on a relationship with God, you miss out on everything, literally. It's so much that I realized now. Last year, I thought I was just like on this straight and narrow and I was doing well. I went through one of my memories, um, I think it was yesterday. And then I, it revealed to me how much I really was not as close to God as I appeared, you know, tried to appear to be. I was so far from him, it's scary because I can't imagine like being this close to him now. I don't know. It was nothing but his grace that I went through that and survived it. Cause like it'd be stuff that'd be happening in my life today. And I'm just, I go straight to him. I talk to him. I pray, I whatever, because that's my person. Like that's my confidant. And I can't even believe like I used to not want to pray. I used to not want to read my Bible. Like y'all, it's crazy because I was so lost and it breaks my heart because if I was lost and I am where I am now I can only imagine like all these other people who don't even believe or if they believe they're lukewarm it's like just get close to him don't harbor anything in your heart free yourself from the things of your past oh excuse me allow God to free the things free you from the things of your past have forgiveness 
love on people because when you choose to love, it's hard for hate to come in the midst of that. It's hard for like bad things to happen because when you lead with love, so much comes out of that. So much God is love. That's you're literally leading with God. That's a word in itself. God is love. And when we leave with love, we're leading with him. So allow yourself to be so close to him that when things happen to you, when things, you know, come up against you, you don't long, you no longer feel the need to get your own revenge, but you trust in God's plan and you want to love on the people who've done you wrong. It's not easy. Like I said before, it's a very difficult task, but it's more than capable. And everything that Jesus endured was so that we could see, we can literally go through everything. His crucifixion was not the only thing that he went through. That was a significant event, but it was way more like other things that he also endured. People turning their back on him, people denying him. Like he dealt with it all. And if he can deal with it, die, die a gruesome death, forgive those who did him wrong and be risen up on the third day. Y'all, it's nothing that is off limits for us. So, um... I just want to give all glory to God for giving me that word. I pray to God that it blessed you because it blessed me even talking about it. If you have any questions or anything you would like to share with me, be more than, um, you know, it's I'm more than happy to answer any questions. I'm more than happy to talk to y'all personally. Like I say in every episode, if you need anyone, I'm here. Reach out to me any way that's possible for you. Um, I truly love you all. I'm so grateful for the things God has put in my heart, the things that he's put in my life. And I am just in awe of him. Honestly, I'm in awe of his grace. I'm in awe of his love and his never ending promise to our, our lives. So um, as we close out, y'all know me, I'm gonna just do my prayer and go from them. So go for, from them, y'all. We almost got through this episode without doing a bunch of stuttering. But anyways, y'all bow your heads, close your eyes, and let's take this to God. Father God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for this word, God, and that it's going to free people from um, unforgiveness, God. We just thank you, Lord, that even if it doesn't automatically free them, Lord, that it allows them to take things to you, Father, and allows them to be, you know, understanding about what they're going through, also what others are going through, Lord. God, we just ask that you guide their spirit, Lord. Allow them to be searched, Lord God, so that they can see anything that there's in their heart, Lord, that needs to be released to you, Father, before you increase them, God. That allow them to choose love and choose you over everything else, God. And we just thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, y'all, today was a great episode. Um, it's probably a little bit shorter than my other ones, but quick little word and a deep word, but it's a quick little word. And I'm just so, I'm so grateful, y'all. I can't, like, it sounds like I'm sad, but I'm really just so grateful for the place that I'm at in my spirit (laughs) catch what I said the place where I'm at in my spirit so um yeah all glory to God this is like all glory to God and that's what makes me so happy because he loves me same way he loves me he loves y'all so um is there anything else I feel like I had something 
y'all have the hiccups i feel like i have something to share oh if y'all hear like um any talking my neighbor came outside and sat on her like uh balcony and stuff so just try to ignore it um yeah y'all know i put the music in the background so it should kind of tone it out and yes should be focused on the word but just in case that's on but yeah y'all keep praying keep growing closer to god um you see you hear i'm probably sure you hear her laughing but uh anyways keep praying keep going closer with god he loves you and he desires a closeness with you like never before so um yeah that's my word of advice for the day i love y'all so very much but of course god loves you most and that's the most important keep doing what you're doing keep pushing forward that's all you can do don't be too hard on yourself give yourself grace but be active be proactive walk in wisdom not in knowledge and just love people that is all for today my friends god bless and thank you for tuning in on tea with jesus